WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. Travel will be dangerous this week during a blizzard now predicted by the National Weather Service. Meteorologist Amos, Amos Dodson tells us the region's expected to get 6 to 12 inches of snow made worse by wind gusts of up to 50 miles an hour. That means a lot of blowing snow. Is he expecting power outages? The good thing is that the snow is going to be a little bit on the lighter side, so it's not really going to stick to the trees very much. But just with these wind speeds being so strong, there's still going to be some scattered tree and, and power line damage. Dodson says western Berrien County is right in the storm's crosshairs. So the worst conditions are going to be along the lake with the added uh, lake effect component late Friday into Saturday. That's where the, the highest snow amounts are going to be. So as you get further away from the lake, the snow amounts will be a little less. But the winds are going to be strong everywhere. Dodson says temperatures will fall to the single digits while the wind chill will bring the area down to as low as 20 below zero. Traveling could be impossible at times, and if you insist on driving, have an emergency kit in your vehicle. If you get stranded, stay in your vehicle. With that winter storm expected on a Thursday and Friday, with winds of up to 50 miles an hour, snow and blizzard conditions in the area, it's just days until Christmas. Andrea Bightley of the Michigan Retailers Association says this could pose a problem for deliveries. We know that we're going to get what, eight inches of snow or maybe more um, throughout the state, and that makes air travel difficult. That makes um, delivery difficult for delivery drivers. But if you know you feel safe going out and doing some last-minute shopping, our retailers will be open and, and ready to help you pick out that great gift. Bightley says sales have been relatively strong in Michigan this holiday season, and she says people are still spending. She does suggest getting that shopping done, though, before the storm hits. Congressman Fred Upton is expecting to drive back to St. Joseph this weekend for the final time as a U.S. member, as a member of the U.S. House. After nearly 40 years in Congress, he tells us he's been hearing from supporters as his retirement approaches. We've gotten a lot of nice messages, I guess you could say, on the email and, and, and whatnot. And we've got a lot of nice comments from people since I announced my retirement uh, last April. So, you know, life moves on. And as my wife says, they'll live happily ever after. We sure hope to. Upton says for the last several weeks, he hasn't had an office or even a work phone. I like to even remind people I've got a mobile office right now. It's called my shoes because I don't have even a key to my old office. Uh, that's been taken by a congressman from Ohio. So I'm just carrying a little briefcase going from stop to stop. Upton says he's cast more than 21,000 votes in Congress, the most of any member. His attendance record for votes has been 99%, and the only times he missed votes were when he was in the hospital and when he was in Iraq. He says he's staying in St. Joseph after retirement from Congress and says he will remain active. A year-in-review video has been released by the Michigan Department of Transportation to highlight the biggest road construction projects done in 2022. Among them is the work to connect U.S. 31 to I-94 in Berrien County, a two-year, $94 million effort a couple of decades in the making. Speaking in the video, Berrien County Commissioner James Martin said the project's completion was welcome. You wait for 20 years and nothing happens, and then all of a sudden in two years you see this. And it's just great, and it's just going to build our commerce here so much. 
MDOT says the project involved rebuilding three and a half miles of I-94 and building new bridges at Britton Avenue and Benton Center Road to help traffic through the new interchange. The state spent more than a billion dollars on road projects this year, with Governor Gretchen Whitmer saying the state is repairing 16,000 lane miles and 1,200 bridges. Also highlighted in the video are projects on I-69, I-475, I-75, U.S. 23, and I-496. Love Creek County Park has expanded its snowshoe trails, about doubling their length. Berrien County Chief Naturalist Derek Pelk tells us the snowshoe trails are now about one and a half miles long, and that's not the only thing that's new at the park. We have four fat tire bikes. Primarily, these four fat tire bikes are going to be adult size, but they they do come in small, medium, and large. We have four of those, and we always recommend that we reserve them in advance because they go quick on snow weekends, for sure. And then this year, uh, with a donation from Trek and Granger, we got two kids' wide tire bikes. Pelk says the park has about five miles of ski trails and three and a half miles of bike trails. They're popular when there's a good amount of snow on the ground. He says that Love Creek is considering being open on Tuesday due to all the snow that's expected to fall in the next few days. Our Lady of the Lake Catholic Schools Elementary Campus has a new improved playground thanks to support from the community. School co-director Alyssa Conkle tells us an effort to improve the playground started in the spring with leveling the ground. Since then, volunteers helped to provide new playground equipment, swings, borders, and mulch. The preschoolers were excited to get out there. The kids were like so excited because they kind of been watching the process through the windows, and they saw the big excavating machines and stuff, and so they were able to go outside and see some of it, but not play on that part of the playground. So they had been anticipating to play on it. The improvements began in August. Boy Scout Troop 624 helped to clear weeds in preparation. Pat Glotzbach contributed a new storage shed, and Aiden's Supply Company donated and delivered crushed concrete for the base. B&Z Company gave their time to excavate and install new equipment donated by Deacon Charles and Sue Thielen. Conkle and Principal Sherry Kirshner say they want to stress their gratitude to those who helped. The next step is to raise funds for a fence. And a group of Upton Middle School students have set the new standard for excellence in robotics for the program. For the second time in program history, all three Joe Botts teams, Mays, Blue, and White, competed at the Michigan First Tech Challenge State Championships in Grand Rapids. Also for the first time, two Joe Botts teams, Blue and White, reached the finals last week as part of a three-team alliances, with White team taking home first place alongside teams from Fenton and Howell. Additionally, the Mays team won a second-place design award, the first award in the program's history. Each team took home medals for their performance. WSJM News now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture in Dwozhak, where furniture shopping is fun. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has met with President Joe Biden at the White House. ABC's Michelle Franzen has more. Ukraine's President Zelensky sitting down with President Biden in the Oval Office ahead of private meetings. Thanks. My bipartisan support, thanks Congress, and and thanks from our just ordinary people to your ordinary people, Americans, 
I really appreciate Offering thanks and coming to Washington with a plea for more aid, all to help fight back Russian attacks. He'll address members of Congress tonight and meet with key Republicans. Here's ABC's Rachel Scott. It does remain an open question about whether or not opposition against sending more funding, whether that be military aid, humanitarian aid to Ukraine, will sort of fade when it comes to Republicans over in the House. But at this point, we do know that Congress is currently considering an additional $45 billion over to Ukraine. This is going to be a very personal plea uh, to members of Congress. Michelle Franz and ABC News. The Ukrainian president paying a defiant wartime visit to Washington to thank U.S. leaders and ordinary Americans for their support in fighting off Russia's invasion and for continued aid. President Biden and Congress responded with billions into assistance and a pledge to help Ukraine pursue a just peace. Ukrainian President Zelensky says his country needs more American weapons to defend, defend against the next wave of Russian troops. ABC's Britt Klenet has more from Kyiv. He's trying to get support. He's trying to get weapons. You know, officials recently told us they'd be seeking more long-range and precise weapons, and it comes as heavy fighting continues in the east and the south, and there's growing fears of a potential attack now from the north. You know, Putin met with Belarus leader Lukashenko on Monday, and the Ukrainians are warning an attack could happen within the next weeks or or within months. You know, the question is, is that a bluff to divert resources and manpower from the southern uh, front lines? That's not clear. Concerns about illness or inflation are not stopping Americans from hitting the roads and airports this holiday season, but a massive winter storm might. Forecasters are predicting heavy snow, ice and powerful winds starting tomorrow and through Saturday around much of the country. Delta, United and other airlines say they're loosening their change fee policies so travelers can choose new flights and avoid the bad weather. The weather added uncertainty to what's expected to be a busy travel season. AAA estimates 113 million people were traveling at least 50 miles from home between December 23rd and January 2nd. That's 4% higher than last year. Speaking of which, a powerful winter storm is brewing for the Chicago area, which is a problem for many travelers. And more from ABC's Alex Stone. If the storm does what forecasters think it might, Chicago could be buried under several inches of snow, less than thought earlier this week, but still up to eight inches. The bigger problem for airlines could be 50-mile-per-hour winds with that snow. Chicago's airports are major hubs for airlines like United and Southwest. Coming during the Christmas travel rush as people head out, airlines are warning passengers to rebook now if they plan to travel through Chicago so they don't get stuck there. If a flight is canceled, getting a seat on another flight could be next to impossible with flights already fully booked. Alex Stone, EBC News. The Senate took a big first step last night toward approving a massive $1.7 trillion spending bill that will fund the government and avert a shutdown. The bill still officially has to clear the Senate, and only then will it go to the House, where Democrats, who still control that chamber until early January, have signaled they'll be able to pass it quickly. More from ABC's Jay O'Brien. It's a $1.7 trillion omnibus spending bill that covers a vast swath of the federal government's work. It includes $45 billion in aid for Ukraine, $40 billion in disaster assistance for people affected by recent floods, wildfires, and major storms. But there's also legislation crammed in, like a provision that bans TikTok on government devices and reform of the Electoral Count Act, the law former President Trump and his allies tried to use to throw out the results of the 2020 election in Congress. The bill must pass by Friday at midnight to avoid a government shutdown. Jay O'Brien, ABC News, the Capitol. Blockbusters like Top Gun, Maverick, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and Avatar The Way of Water, as well as pop stars like Lady Gaga, Rihanna, Taylor Swift, and The Weeknd just got a step closer to getting Oscar nominations. 
The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences today announced shortlists in 10 of the categories for the 95th Oscars, including documentary feature, international film, makeup and hairstyling, score and original song, as well as sound, visual effects and shorts. Nominations for all the categories will be announced January 24th. The 95th Oscars will be held on a Sunday, March 12th and broadcast live on ABC. And today is the day the House Select Committee was expected to release its final report with its findings on the Capitol insurrection, as well as alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 presidential election. It's actually been delayed until tomorrow. More from Justin Finch. That final report follows the executive summary of the committee's findings released Monday, the same day the panel voted unanimously on criminal referrals for former President Trump, attorney John Eastman, and others for their alleged roles connected to the Capitol attack. The committee's final report expected to number into the hundreds of pages and several chapters detailing findings uncovered over some 18 months of witness testimonies and through evidence including video and internal communication. The House Select Committee disbands December 31st. Justin Finch, ABC News, Washington. WSJM News now continues with your weather forecast.